Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. Well, hello to everybody, and thank you for joining the BDPAI Radio Show on Tuesday, June the 24th, our year 2014. We are very, very pleased to be with you. My name is Wayne Hicks. I am the executive director of the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and I will be your host for tonight's episode of the BDPA iRadio Show. Our normal host is not with us tonight because she is out creating business and significant business results. And that, of course, we're talking about Fran McNeil. We do look forward to Fran joining us again shortly, but you'll have to put up with me tonight. Not just me, but three outstanding guests that we will have with you this evening from the Chicago area. Our National Vice President, Pamela Sexton, will be our first guest. She will be followed from the South Florida area. Uh, No, no, not LeBron James. It's even better. It's Rowan Daly from Microsoft will be our second guest. And then finally, the uh, Vice President of our BDPA Chicago chapter, Nashunda Bolden will be our final guest. So we're looking forward to this and hoping that you will enjoy what uh, we have in store for you. Our first guest is Pamela Sexton, and she is the National BDPA Vice President for this year and next. As such, she's responsible for the day-to-day operations of the largest association of African-American IT professionals in the nation. These duties include planning and execution of BDPA's signature event, our 36th annual BDPA Technology Conference, which is being held in Indianapolis on August the 5th through the 9th. In addition to being and working with the national president and the other members of the National Board of Directors to implement strong strategies and programs and services nationwide, Pamela is also working on BDPA 2.0 which is a strategy that will take our organization to the next level in terms of visibility, viability, and marketing. The BDPI Radio Show is proud to welcome our guest, Ms. Pamela Sexton. Pamela, how are you today? Excellent. How are you, Wayne? I am feeling good, feeling even better knowing that the national vice president of this bodacious organization is on the line with us. Uh, just a really, really nice. I know you've been a frequent guest of the BDPA iRadio show. One question that we really haven't asked you, and I'm just curious to know, you've been in BDPA for a while now. What's your favorite BDPA memory or experience? Uh, my favorite memory was actually last year, becoming chapter of the year before my term ended for um, Chicago chapter president. It was something I wasn't expecting and something I will never forget. That, that, now, chapter of the year. Explain that to our audience. That's not just uh, that's not just for one thing. That's for being really good at a number of things. Correct? Yes. Um, professional services, membership, management, community service. So it takes all of that, and still um, continuing to run the day-to-day operations of the chapter and serve our members. And the Chicago chapter actually is a good training ground for what you're doing now as the national vice president because Chicago is almost a nation unto itself. It is the largest chapter in terms of membership. It's the largest chapter in terms of corporate revenue and corporate sponsorship support. There's always programs and activities taking place in Chicago, which I imagine prepared you well for what you're doing as national vice president, would you say? I completely agree. I, I, I couldn't have stated that better myself. It, it gave me great opportunities, great exposure, and more than anything, it gave me a solid foundation to learn from proven leadership in the past. That, that is wonderful. You, you, although you're the national vice president, you're still 
as all of us are, we stay active and connected with our local chapter. Um, I understand that your local chapter in Chicago does have a, a big event that's planned later this week. Maybe you can, you can share information about that and how our listeners that are in the Chicago area might learn more about um, the, the, upcoming, the upcoming floating show. <laughs> Absolutely. We are having our annual education fundraiser. We will be cruising for education on the Mystic Blue this Thursday at 6 p.m. Um, we will have our students there, several of our corporate partners, as well as new potential relationships. It will take place from 6 to 8.30 this Thursday on the Mystic Blue. We still have tickets available. So if anyone is interested in coming, they can visit the website and get information there, or they can always email me directly at pamela.sexton at bdpa.org. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us, um, Pamela. There's, there's so much activity happening, and we're trying to use our show to make sure that information gets out, not just live tonight, but in the archive version that will be available on iTunes and all other, all, all other social media platforms um, after we conclude later this evening. Um, you, you were elected as the national vice president um, at the annual conference last year. You began your term of office in January. You're now... You're now six months into that that experience. Um, what what have tell us about that experience as national vice president? National vice president has definitely been an experience. Um, it it really took me to a new level with being responsible and accountable. Um, specifically because of the number of areas that report to the national vice president um, items you mentioned previously, the national conference day-to-day operations, um, the governance committee, marketing. So there are a lot of moving parts, but the one thing that has been an experience is definitely um, making sure that I am responsible for the organization and always accountable. That, that is so important. We wish that more folks in our, in our national government, um, in terms of the United States of America, would, would have that same level of accountability and responsibility, and they would, they would take care of it. They could take some lessons from what you were doing in BDPA, is, is my view of it. What, um, what would you say over the first uh, six months has our national vice president, has there been any, any big surprise, something that, that you maybe weren't has, has, um, expecting as much as, as it's come to be? You know, just um, reminding myself about team dynamics and, you know, the work that it takes to put into becoming a high-performing team as our executive committee and our national board of directors, you know, eventually will become. And just that, you know, it's a daily effort to build that team and to keep us working and moving forward. And I imagine, you know, in corporate America, Team dynamics means one thing, especially if the company is and, – and the team is – they're co-located. They're all in the same location. But uh, you, you're having to deal with team dynamics on a virtual basis because virtually the entire national team is – they're located throughout the four regions, throughout the 46 um, chapters. I, I would imagine even that, 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 te- that team dynamics becomes more challenging when it's a virtual team. It does, and especially when we start to talk about time zones and, you know, being respectful of each other's time and when we're meeting or when we're contacting each other, even things as simple as that. The, um, what, what, um, what would you look back on the past six months, the first um, you know, quarter of your, of your term, if you will? Uh, what's, what's been an accomplishment? What's been you know, an, an accomplishment that you're, that you're particularly proud of? I'm particularly proud of the fact that the teams that support me are outstanding. Um, there is no question to their level of commitment from a governance um, team, from the conference team, I'm still building a marketing team. Um, but, you know, and then, of course, the office. It, it takes a lot of work to get those teams there in place to support all the work that we have with BDTA. So I feel a personal accomplishment that those teams are in place and they are they are working well and we are moving forward with the organization. That is outstanding. One of one of the major 
initiative that is under your leadership, um, your direct leadership, is our annual conference. It is the, the, the signature event for the organization on a national level. It brings together the largest gathering of African-American IT professionals anywhere in the nation. What, um, what, what would you like to, to tell us about the upcoming conference, which, as we talk now, is only about six weeks away? Oh, yes. Can't wait. So um, conference, right now we're offering a special discount for registrations until July 1st of $599. So we are asking people to register today. Don't hesitate. Um, some of the things that we have going on this year, is we have three pre-conference certification courses, ITIL Foundations, a PM Refresher, and Mobile App Security. Um, we have two Lifetime Achievement Award winners that we've identified that we will be presenting at the gala. Um, our four honorary chairs are Dr. Randall Pinkett, Mark DeFrancisco, Stephanie Jones, and Tim Coleman. And then to add to that, we've added some new things for this year. So I'm very excited about those. Um, if you're okay with me sharing that information, I'd like to do that. Yeah, so let's, let's before, and we are going to share that. We have, a little, we have a little time to do this. I just want to make sure that all of our listeners heard the, the part that you said. Through the, through the end of the month, over the next week or so, they can get full registration to this national conference paid for by their employer, paid for by them investing in their own careers and their own skill sets um, at, a, at a, a remarkable rate of, you said, $599 for full registration? That's correct. I said $599 for a full registration, and that does include the gala. It includes everything from start to finish. And so they would just go to bdpa.org and click on the conference uh, button, and, and they could register right away. They could register right away. There is um, information out there about it, and we would love to have them as many people register as we could possibly have so we can be at capacity. And then pre-conference, if you will, there are some events. There are some, you, you said there were three major workshops, major technical development skill set building workshops, one on, on ITIL. Can you give a little bit more on, on what, what that is and what folks can expect to, who uh, attend that uh, workshop, that pre-conference workshop? Sure, it is the ITIL Foundations course. So the one thing that I can say is it's a different methodology. It's a different approach, and they will learn the different components of that this year, and they will also be able to get their certification for that ITIL Foundations course. Certification for ITIL. The next, the, yeah. the second of those uh, uh, pre-conference certification workshops is in the area of project management, um, you said it was a PMP refresher type of course. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And it most is a PMP refresher, and most people that are um, have their PMP are aware that they need to continue to maintain it, and it takes work to do so. So this course will give them PDUs to support that. That's the key point. They get 16 PDUs for completing the course. That's outstanding. And then the last one talks about being on the cutting edge of what's important in, in, um, in the world of, of technology, and that's security, data security, in this case, mobile application security. What, what can folks expect there? Well, in there, that course, they will learn about the rationale for iOS app security, the architecture, employing development strategies, um, local processes and devices. Um, doing things securely through data encryption, storage security, just numerous topics that will support them sitting for the exam. That is tremendous. That, and that, those are important things for our listeners to know, especially, I mean, it's once they know that it's worth their investment, there's a value for them investing in themselves to attend this conference. And then also so they recognize that, this is something that their employers have a budget for in terms of technical training, and we encourage all of our, of our listeners, all of our members and supporters to make sure their employers are fully aware of it. You go to bdpay.org, get a copy of the agenda, get a copy of the, the workshops, and, and ask your employer to pay for your attendance at this technical conference. Yeah, and when those courses, those pre, pre-conference courses, 
are being offered at a drastically reduced price. I don't know anyone that can go and take those courses at the price that we'll be offering them for. That is outstanding. Um, you, you had said that you had some other, other aspects of the conference that you wanted to share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. We will be having a mobile app showcase this year, um, so I'm very excited about that. We do have students that will be participating in that. Um, State Farm is one of the sponsors, is the key sponsor for that event. Um, we also have Dr. Randall Pinkett, who will be doing a general session on Thursday morning as well as bringing books for book signing if anyone has one that they have with them or they want to purchase. He will have them available. Okay, now, Dr. Randall Pinkett, before, before you go on, Dr. Randall Pinkett, people, many of us know his name, but, but he's, he's very, very famous um, in terms of popular culture. You, you want to remind our, our listeners why, who Dr. Randall Pinkett is from a popular culture point of view? A popular culture point of view. Are you talking about The Apprentice? I think that would be it, yes. <laughs> yes, Dr. Randall Pinkett was the winner of The Apprentice. And I, he was incredible on the show, and I've heard him speak before. So I have great expectations, and I'm sure that he will meet them during this keynote. Very, very excited to have Dr. Pinkett with us. Very excited that State Farm... Uh, decided to try to, to to move BDPA in a new direction by being the the sponsor, the the, uh, the primary sponsor of our first annual mobile application showcase. W- what else did you want to share with us about the conference? I wanted to share with um, people that will be participating in our career fair this year. Just a reminder that we are having our first exhibit contest, so we will be judging the booth. And we will be giving an incredible prize to the winner. So for those of you that have already bought career fair booths and those of you who are interested, this is the best time to do it. We have um, a great prize for that event. And we're getting calls on our, on a daily basis from companies around the country that are that are looking to have a booth at that career fair. The career fair will be on Friday and Saturday, August the 8th and the 9th. And so we're going to have a lot of companies that are looking to hire from all over the nation. What if you're if our listener is an IT professional who is maybe unemployed or underemployed or just wants to see their own marketability, can they how do they get engaged with the career fair? Well, the career fair is open to everyone. So we would like them to post their resume on IT Diversity Careers, and we would also like them to be prepared to interview. When they come to the conference for the career fair, be prepared to interview. We have also sold interview booths, and those will take place on the spot. So don't just come prepared with your resume. Come prepared to get a job. That's excellent. And and your the online resume has Pamela suggested should be placed on the BDPA job board, which you can find at www.itdiversitycareers.com. That's outstanding. It looks like there is just a, an overflowing amount of information, amount of opportunities, amount of networking, amount of just a great flow for IT professionals that will be taking place at our conference. Is that is that kind of the bottom line? That is the bottom line. And we are adding one final new component and it is health and wellness. So we will have a daily BDTA boot camp every morning at seven AM wow. and we will end the week with a five K tech track on Saturday. Now I'm looking forward to that Maybe not as much for myself because I'm not the most in-shape brother that there is. But I know that folks like our national president, Dr. Craig Brown, he runs marathons, and so I suspect that he'll be out there in advance of 7, um, at advance of 7 a.m. doing his regular you know, 29-mile morning runs and the like. But you're saying that this health and wellness boot camp, it really will be something that will help the conference attendees to, get a, 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 to start their day with energy. Is that the idea? The idea is to start your body moving so that your brain will be ready to attend the workshop. That BDPA boot camp is being sponsored by Oracle, and the 5K Tech Track is being sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. So 
both of them are looking for people to be there. And, Wayne, I don't think you should let the opportunity pass for you. All right. Big old hint, big old hint, big old hint. I get it. All right. Well, Pamela, it, it is truly a pleasure to have the opportunity for you to share this information with us. Um, in the remaining minute of, of our time, is there any, any other final thoughts you want to share with our members or sponsors? My final thought for right now is make sure you're at the BDPA conference in August as we race to innovate at the JW Marriott. We still have rooms available and register for the conference today at that 599 rate. That is outstanding. I truly appreciate you taking the time to be with us this evening, Pamela. Do look forward to um, to working with you over the next six weeks, and hopefully we'll manage to get you back on the air in advance of the actual conference itself, which will be on August the 5th through the 9th of, of uh, 2014. Thanks again, Pamela. We do appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. We're going to go away for a quick uh, commercial break, and we'll be right back with our second guest. Stay tuned. What do Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg have in common? They all learned computer coding before high school. Funutation has taught more than 1,000 kids to code through their summer tech camps. Funutation uses their trademark team's approach so that kids can experience technology, engineering, arts, math, and sciences in a fun and non-threatening way. Tech camps run only during the summer. So register now at www.funutation.com or call 216-378-9035. Sorry, to keep the camp fun, no adults allowed. Funutation Academy, LLC, making the world computer smarter. We encourage you, if you would like to have your advertisement for your chapter, for your region, for your company, for your small business concern, if you'd like to advertise on BDPAI Radio, please reach out to us either through the website, blogtalkradio.com slash BDPA, or through email at iradio at BETF. Dot org. So we would, we would ask for you to con- make that consideration. We also want all of you that know of anyone who is in high school or in college and who could use college scholarship funding to be aware that the Eli Lilly and Company scholarship for BDPA students is still accepting applications. Those, that, that scholarship has been designed to recognize outstanding minority students who have an interest in information technology, and who make a significant contribution to society. Applicants must excel academically, show exceptional leadership potential, and make an impact on their communities through service to others. The information for the Eli Lilly Scholarship can be found at our website, betf.org. With that, we will move on to our second guest, and we are very, very honored to have a a gentleman that is an IT professional par excellence with Microsoft, one of the largest technology companies in the world, and that is Mr. Rowan Daly. Rowan, how are you? I'm fine, Rowan. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am. It is, it is truly a pleasure. Um, let, me, let me let the uh, listeners know your background. You're a senior engineer with Microsoft, as well as a certified trainer and IT ProCamp speaker. You, been, you, were, you are going to be, and one of the reasons we've asked you to come on board is to talk about the workshop that you're going to be giving at the 2014 BDBay Conference on the topic, Dynamic Access Control in IRM and Windows 2012, and talking about dynamic access control capabilities that are built into the Windows servers, and, and we want to hear about that. We also want to know a little bit about your 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 vision, if you will, of rejuvenating our BDPA South Florida chapter there in the Miami area. And so so I guess we'll start off first with the real basics, Roy. How did you first learn about BDPA? Well, <laughs> um, a, a good friend of mine, um, Kevin Robinson, who is a, a longstanding BD, BDPA member from North Carolina, 
um, he started an in- initiative in- inside Microsoft to ensure that um, diversity conferences such as the BDPA's national conference was recognized and that we had um, attendance to that conference. So I got the opportunity to attend last year, and I was really enthralled with you know, what I saw, really inspired by Dr. Martin's message. And, you know, I was really, you know, taken aback by how um, excited the, 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 the children were about getting into technology. And, you know, looking at 11-year-olds and seeing them, you know, writing code at, at, at a very high level, you know, it really, it really excited me and, you know, drove my passion to get deeper and more involved in the BDPA. That is outstanding. And that is, you know, we talk in BDPA, I think one of the taglines that we use is from the classroom to the boardroom. And so what you're talking about is the young people that are at our youth technology camp, the young people that are at computer camps all over the country on Saturdays that where, where BDPA volunteers are working with them on, on programming, on coding, et cetera. Um, it's something that we've been doing for, you know, over 30 years, and it, it's wonderful to see that it's having an impact. And to see those kids then get into college and do well, get their entry-level job, and ultimately become, you know, IT professionals. Ultimately, you know, hopefully build up to the point that you're at as a senior engineer, you know, for one of the, for a major, major um, corporation. Can, can you tell us something about your experiences as an IT professional? How did you, how did you first decide that this was going to be your, your career path and, and how have things worked out there in Microsoft, if that's okay? <laughs> sure. Um, you know, it started quite some time ago, and, and actually, you know, I, I saw a presentation uh, on, on the, the Microsoft platform many, many years ago, um, probably almost 15 years ago. And just the way that the guy who was presenting presented himself and presented the value of, of using Microsoft technology, you know, kind of got me inspired to get, you know, more involved from a technology um, point of view in, 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 in my career. I mean, I had, you know, additional different plans. I was more interested in becoming a, a, um, a, a radio announcer. But just that presentation gave me a little bit of, you know, um, drive to look at IT as a career. And, you know, I must say it was really a great decision because, you know, I, well, for a number of things, I mean, it has allowed me to, to, to visit many, many places, meet with multiple customers, well, first of all, I mean, let me take it back one level because I'm from the Caribbean, right? So I'm from Jamaica, right? I, I started with, with, with Microsoft in Jamaica, and, you know, I have had the ability to transition or transfer to our company here in the U.S. and to work with large corporations inside the U.S. and even companies, you know, in over, overseas. So it has been a great experience for me working for one of the biggest um you know, IT providers in the world. I mean, I'm, I'm, to be honest, you know, it, it's, it's a dream for a, a person from the Caribbean. As I said, you know, I'm from a small country, and I'm working for one of the biggest, you know, IT providers in the world. I mean, what, how, how better could it get? That, that is outstanding. Now, you said, did you, you said you started with Microsoft while you were in Jamaica? Yes. So Microsoft has an office in Jamaica. And then I transferred here they, to the did they hire you off of uh, off of a college campus? Were you already working in the industry and you and you applied for there? How did how did you make that very very first connection? So I started working with a Microsoft partner before, and you know I was doing um, events for Microsoft, you know, so launches of their products, and then I transitioned from the Microsoft partner to actually working for Microsoft directly. Okay, and I'll I'll come back maybe maybe uh, off off the show to ask more about this radio announcer dream because uh, we may even get to as a host of this thing uh, in in the near future. But it sounds like like you really have had a, a career that is taking you to many different places, to taking you to many different you know levels in terms of your technology skill sets at Microsoft, yeah. and and that's that is that is a wonderful thing. You're going to demonstrate. I guess last year at the conference, you were a participant. You kind of watched, and, and then you came back this year and you decided to give a workshop. Is that right? That's definitely so. So tell us about the workshop, Dynamic Access Control. T- tell us about, about what you're hoping to, to get across to the attendees for your workshop this year. All right. So one of the things that, that has always been um, inside the, the, the Windows operating system is the ability to control access to resources 
you know, for example, files on a network, you know, using um, security groups and, and, and permissions on, on the files um, on, on that network. Now, one of the things that we have transitioned to a, a, a true enterprise um, operating system in um, Windows Server 2012 and 2012 R2 is the ability to leverage uh, a rights management model or information management model that is not tied to security group membership, but an, an assertion of something that the user or the device that the user is on has. So what we call, you might have heard the term more and more in the industry, a claim. So the access to resources is based on what we call a user claim or a device claim. So what does that look like? So it could be um, an assertion about the person, that, uh, for example, your name, Wayne, or some characteristic of you as a person, right? So instead of using security groups, the idea is that we can control access to resources in a more dynamic and more granular manner, which allows easy access and simplified deployment from the IT um, administrator's point of view. And it, therefore, it allows us to do you know, um, more creative things in the way that we classify information inside our infrastructure. So for example, let's say we, we have some file that's classified as, as um, high business impact, and we classify that as what we call an attribute of the file. We can then determine based on that classification that if that person who is um, let's say they are a vendor, right, who have access to your network, if they have a, a, an assertion about them as being a vendor, then they would have access to the file. Or a full-time employee, then they might have read-only access, or if they're an executive, then they will have, you know, the ability to edit the file. So we're moving away from a security model that is solely based on group membership but more to one that is based on attributes, not only about the user, but also about the device that the user is accessing that data from. So for example, let's say when, you, when you're on your corporate managed laptop, we, we, can, we, we can determine that from that laptop, you can have access to resources in the network. However, if you log onto a device that is not corporately managed, then your access to the resources is then you know, um, can, can be changed. So that security model is more dynamic and it more suits the type of model that we are moving to where, you know, a user has multiple devices and, and, and multiple assertions about himself, you know, in, 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 in the corporate environment. So, you know, I hope in the presentation that I'll be able to, you know, give examples or, or, or scenarios, you know, that our, our, our guests will be able to take the model and go back in their environment and look at how they could deploy that scenario using, you know, the latest operating systems from Microsoft. That is outstanding. That that is very very good. The the uh, do you have a preference in terms of or who you who you would like to see or who you're hoping to see who you would you would encourage to attend your workshop in terms of the type of work they might be doing, you know, now in their own jobs. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's across the board. I mean, definitely. Your system administrators, your, your your folks who are you know responsible for designing security infrastructure, you know will benefit from it. But also, you know, importantly, we want to have the IT decision makers inside the the the, the, the presentation because you know it's all about value proposition, right? I mean, and they need to see the value of of moving to the next. Um, you know, version of a, a tool or technology that, that our company provides. So we want to give them that value proposition so that they're able to make the decisions when, you know, that buying decision needs to be made. And then also, I mean, you know, because I have received, I've sat in opportunities for learning and have learned, you know, you know and, and being mentored, I want to see young people in the discussion also because I want them to see, you know, that, <laughs> you know, a, 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 an, an individual, you know, from a small island, right, can have the opportunity to work in a big organization. And for them to dream, to have the opportunity that, you know, it is possible for them to also do that also. That is beautiful. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so that will be at the conference, and that, that we will look forward to, to um, seeing you there and to attending that workshop. And then after the conference, 
you go back to the, the Miami area, back to the, the South Florida area, and my understanding yeah. is that you're trying to work with a group of people to rejuvenate the South Florida BDPA chapter. What, what is it that you'd like to see happen there in your local area? Yeah, well, you know, that is that is so true. I mean, um, we, we started, we, we, we tried to get it up and running, um, you know, this year, you know, we had a, a number of setbacks, but we're still pressing on. One of the things definitely is is um, opportunities, right? Now, you know, Florida, the, the general Florida area is one of those markets that, you know, is, is very diverse. I mean, and there is uh, the, the industry, the opportunities here for IT are not as wide and, and varied in some areas. You know, but definitely from a, a career growth point of view, we want to have the opportunity for folks to network, you know, network locally, you know, for career opportunity, but also network on a global scale, you know, the opportunity to eventually, you know, participate in a national conference and, you know, meet folks, meet, meet, meet some of the individuals that, you know, are able to, to, um, to, to see folks of like mind or like visibility, you know, to, to access, you know, um, access information, access, access knowledge that will help them to grow their careers. That's definitely one thing that we're talking about. That is outstanding. For yep. inside, inside, inside um, South Florida. So, you know, working with the team, I'm hoping that we're able to, um, you know, do that and, and, and have a large contingent in um, the next conference. Next year's conference. If, I, if there's a listener that's online who's in that South Florida area who wants to, to be part of that team, to be part of that effort, to be part of that, that vision that you have of creating opportunities and programs and services, you know, to help uh, people of color in the IT industry in South Florida, how, how might they get in touch? How, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you, Roy? So the easiest way for is, is to send me an email. Um, my, my email is rodaily at microsoft.com. And it's really, you can send me an email and we can, you know, get in touch and we will start connecting, you know, and, and, and start working in the community to make things happen. That is outstanding. Any final thoughts that you would like to share with our, with our BDPA stakeholders? Well, you know, I mean, I, I hope there might be somebody out here that's listening probably for the first time and, you know, looking forward and thinking about, you know, is going to the national conference a, a good thing? Are a good opportunity for their career for networking, you know. And I just want to encourage them to to take up the opportunity, you know, to make the decision, you know, come to meet folks, you know, who 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 are, are, are stalwarts in their in their in their own, you know, areas and and and, and in IT in, in 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 the United States. So it's a great opportunity, great networking, you know, great um, information shared. So they should should come out, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks time when when we have the conference. That is outstanding. So, okay, I was going to wait until off, off air, but I'm going to ask you that. When you said radio announcer, were you going to be like a, like a music DJ or were you going to be announcing sports and soccer and, and track and field? What, 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 uh, what was the radio announcer piece going to be for you? Yeah, I was more interested in uh, <laughs> becoming a sports announcer, actually. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you were like Venus. I didn't know if you had like a, like a real cool – radio nickname that you're going to be using. But if you're going to be sports now, you'd have been using your own name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you were like Roro or yeah, you know, just something that was, that was, uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's back to, that's back to going off air. I imagine it, it has really been a pleasure. It has really been a pleasure, Rowan, listening to you and, and you could hear in your voice, you could hear the, the excitement that you had about what you saw last year and, and what you're wanting to bring to your, to your local community um, over the course of the next few weeks and months, and what you're going to be talking about in terms of, of actual peer technology um, at our conference. And it's, it's truly been a pleasure to spend this time with you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you um, in a few weeks in Indianapolis. Thank you, Will. Thanks for the opportunity. And, doing, and looking forward for the same here. Thanks. Thank you. All right, let's go away for another quick break, and then we will be back with our third guest. 
the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, a nonprofit organization that exists for the sole purpose of funding BDPA programs, scholarships, and services around the nation. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash BDPA Foundation, or Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash BDPA. Well, all right. We are in all the social platforms. You can just go to any of your favorite social networking platforms, whether it's Twitter, Pinterest, whether it is LinkedIn Network, Facebook. There is no place that you're going to go that you will not find a BDPA presence. Just do the search thing for BDPA and, and, um, and join us. Follow us. Like us. <laughs> Our next guest is, is truly a pleasure to have on the air. She has, her name is Nashanda Bolden. Nashanda, Nashanda, are you with us? Yes, I am. Pleasure to have you. Let me give you just a, a, a brief bio. Uh, you began your term as the Executive Vice President for BDPA Chicago Chapter in January of this year. Chicago Chapter is the defending BDPA Chapter of the Year, as well as the largest chapter in the nation. We really are looking forward to hearing you as you reflect upon your first six months in that new leadership position and, and share your vision for the future of the chapter. And we also want you to preview a workshop that you're going to be giving to the young people at our annual conference on the topic, Top Secret Habits of Highly Successful People. Nashanda, the first question that we always ask our guests is a simple one. How did you first learn about BDPA? Okay. Um, I first learned about BDPA in college. So um, I graduated from Howard University, and they have a program where companies adopt freshmen that are in the School of Business. So um, Allstate ended up adopting us. And towards the end of the year, I wanted an internship. You know, I needed money just like any other college student. And so, unfortunately, I was told that Allstate does not give internships to freshmen. You have to be a sophomore. But um, there was a lady at Allstate who was responsible for the Howard relationship. She told me to go ahead and take the test um, because you had to test. Um, there was like a technical um, or basically a logical test that you had to take to get an internship. So. Um, I took the test, and I did really well. I did better than most. So um, when she got those results, um, she was gonna. She told me basically she was going to work hard to try to get me um, an internship. And so she connect me, connected me with a person named Art Jones, and uh, he was in charge of the BDPA chapter at Allstate. So he reached out, gave me a call, we talked, and he uh, highly encouraged me to become a member, <laughs> a student member of BDPA. Um, so I became a member, and um, I kept in touch with him, and about a, three to four weeks later, um, I was given an opportunity to intern with Allstate um, under the BDPA wing. So that's my first introduction to BDPA. And was this, you, you, were you a freshman when you got that internship? I, I was, I was. So I was, I was a freshman, and uh, most of the other interns there were sophomores, juniors, and seniors, so... Um, I was able to get in, and the only reason I got in was because of BDPA, that, that connection there. So, And because you were persistent in your desire. You knew what you wanted, and even though the rules may have said, no, you're not eligible, you figured, I got the talent, I have the skills, I'm going to keep talking to folks, I'm going to keep trying, and, and BDPA ended up, you had faith, and then BDPA ended up showing, showing up. Uh, when you needed it, that's that's wonderful. I also love Howard University. What was your what did you what did you graduate with, or what were you studying at Howard? Um, and for School of Business Information Systems, and it was a great great experience, great school. Um, their business program is just outstanding. You know, when you go to class as a freshman at Howard, you have to wear a business suit. It, it's not an option. So um, they teach you traits and, and um, skill sets that you can use for your entire career. That is outstanding. And so that's in, obviously that's in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, and were you from Chicago going to Washington, or were you – how did you get to Chicago? 
Um, so when I did the internship, so I, you know, my parents lived in Virginia, so going to Howard was only like an hour <laughs> away, but the internship was in Chicago. I didn't have any family in Chicago, so um, that's how I got to Chicago through Allstate, through the internship. That is excellent. And so you've now been working your way up. You've, you've, you've worked on, with Allstate, a major, you know, a large, large company. Not everybody understands that an insurance company um, has such a, a remarkable IT department IT area, and they, they have to because of, you need a lot of technology in order to process all of those um, policies um, and, and, and mm-hmm. compute all the things they have to compute. And so you worked at a major corporation. You've also worked um, with um, entrepreneurs and, and business owners um, uh, like CRS Group, where you're, where you're at now, I believe. What, what's been your experience, um, not just in the industry, but you also, you know, obviously you're an African-American, you are a woman. There is a dearth of examples of successful folks that in a lot of companies when it comes to, you know, black folks or to women, they, they're always talking about the, the, um, the, 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 just that we don't, we're not equal with our, with our numbers in the population. What, what have you mm-hmm. seen or what's been your experience as a black woman, you know, working your way up through leadership um, uh, in the IT industry? Um, I think I had a lot of, support. You know, I think coming in the door, having a network with BDPA, I mean, I was just amazed. I I was in the military. My dad was in the military. So I grew up moving every couple years. And so um, I really didn't have that um, really close bond with individuals. So when I came as a freshman, because I was part of um, BDPA, Art Jones and and a, um, a bunch of people that were part of the BDPA chapter at Allstate kind of took me in, um, met with me, mentored me. And so um, that, I think, protected me from a lot of challenges um, to have somebody to go to, to talk to, you know, I'm in this corporate environment. Because I did the internship and then I went full time. So I actually ended up moving to Chicago and that's, I've been here ever since. So um, my experience has been a pretty positive one. I mean, there's always going to be people who um, might doubt that you can do the job and things like that. But ironically, you know, instead of being challenged as a black woman in the IT industry, um, I had more of a challenge because of my uh, age, (laughs) because I was Uh, so young. I became a manager at Allstate at 26. And so that was Uh a challenge. Uh, Yeah, managing people that were a lot older, um, there were expectations and people trying to tell me what to do. And so – um, that was more of a challenge than the African American um, black woman, per se. And so, is that I, I, I sense that um, Steve Covey and some of the books that he's written has been a, a part of your your leadership journey, part of your learning journey. Is that what led you to decide to give this particular conference workshop this year on the top secret habits of highly successful people? Um, a little bit, a little bit. I've, of course, read that book um, by Stephen Covey, and it was a, a really good book. And um, But I'm a reader in general. I mean, I'm always, always reading something. <laughs> so um, it's, it's just one of those things. Because I have a passion for learning, um, I don't really feel comfortable unless I'm reading and learning and growing. And if I'm not, um, I, I just, I'm not myself. And so um, this workshop came about because, I, you know, I, I like doing workshops. I've done workshops for many companies. Um, and so this one in particular for students, I thought about what are some things that I wish I would have known as a high school student um, that I could share with the, with the team so that they maybe can pick up some things and learn from my mistakes. So um, in it, I, I will talk about some of the, the habits um, but I also will incorporate my own personal experience. So um, some of the traits are, you know, confidence. You know, I think confidence is really underestimated as far as the power it has. Um, When you go into an interview, when you're trying to get into a college, um, how you speak and how you talk can make such a difference. And um, I can't wait to share those type of tips with the, uh, at the conference. That is, that is excellent. And so, um, and you're, you are given this workshop will be focused on a, for an audience of young people, young people that are, that are the high school students who are there to compete, that are there for the technology camp. And so that's wonderful to give them an idea of, of um, if I knew then what I know now, so they don't have to necessarily walk into those same brick walls. They'll, they'll get some, some, some secrets that will make it a little easier exactly. for them, I guess, is the idea. 
That is that is outstanding. You you have um, you, you've been in BDPA for a while, so you're in BDPA from through your college career, through your your professional career. What um, what made you, or what what was the thing that drove you deciding that you were going to run to for the number two slot of our largest, uh, most prestigious chapter, our BDPA Chicago chapter? Um, I, I ran because I thought I could make a difference. Um, that's really the only reason that I, I do anything that, you know, um, in, in my life. If I volunteer for something, it's because I think that I can really, you know, make an impact, even if it's a small way. So, um, and I, and I, the other part was that I knew I had such a great support system. You know, Pam Sexton is here, and and you know, sometimes um, when you're in roles of this nature, it could be it's a lot of work, and so. The fact that, you know, Pam has done this as the president of the Chicago chapter and she still makes time to, um, you know, give back to her chapter, even though she has a national role, um, was a factor in me, run, you know, in me running for the position because I, want, I needed that support um, because I don't have a lot of experience in this space. So those were the what two is your, factors. You, and so you've been doing it for six months. You've been working very closely with your chapter president, Reggie Rush. What is it, what is the vision for Chicago chapter moving forward? You've you've been the high your chapter has been to the highest levels. Um, has uh, Pam shared with us earlier on this show? Uh, you're the defending chapter of the year. What what where, where are you hoping to take the chapter as you move forward um, to the remainder of 2014 and and next year to 2015? Well, I know that um, Reggie Rush, our, our, the current president, um, is really passionate about. EPA Chicago chapter being known as um, a go-to organization for top IT talent in Chicago. So, you know, that's his vision. He wants, when people think of, oh, man, you know, I really, you know, I'm thinking about um, a talented, you know, Java developer. He wants BDPA to cross their mind. And so, you know, that's a big that's a, that's a you know a huge goal. It's a huge vision, but a vision is supposed to be something that you reach for, right? Um, so with that, there's a couple things that we're doing to try to reach that goal. Um, one of them is um, you know interact with more companies and, and corporate sponsors to get them to under, you know understand who we are as an organization. So um, the other thing we're trying to do is um, continue to build off the foundation that was laid before us. Um, we have a great foundation. I mean, chapter of the year, you know, that's that's a um, a great foundation for us to build off of. And then, um, last but not least, we're trying to um, build our awareness. Um, so we're trying to communicate um, more to our members. We're trying to use and leverage social media to uh, build our brand, so that we could um, become that leading. Um, organization that people think of when they think of top IT talent in Chicago. That is outstanding. Inter, more interaction with companies, uh, brand awareness, increasing um, brand awareness, and, and building upon the, the decades of, of, um, of success that your chapters had. Those are outstanding stepping stones towards that vision. I, I'm curious on the on the interaction with companies. What does that look like? If, if we have other BDPA chapters that they want to be more engaged with corporations in their area. What, how, does that, how does that look in Chicago? What is it that you guys do to make that happen? Um, well, I will tell you the trend that I've seen so far in the first six months, um, this is a good trend. I think that in the past, the years previous, from an economy standpoint, a lot of corporations were really hesitant to invest in organizations like ourselves because the budget wasn't there, the economy was kind of shaky. And so now that the economy has kind of turned, um, companies are, are reaching out and vice versa, we're reaching out to companies to try to um, bring about awareness from a diversity standpoint. So um, when companies reach out to us, it's usually in the context of, hey, you know, we value diversity and we want to make sure that our company is diverse. So can you help us um, understand and execute on some of the goals that we have from a diversity standpoint, um, which is great. It's great when companies reach out that way. Um, the other thing that we do is that when we um, have a potential sponsor that's interested or that just wants to know a little bit more about 
BDPA, um, I create a presentation. I have kind of a, a, a set presentation um, where we go over some of the basics. It's not a lot of words on the slide, but it goes into the fact that we were the chapter of the year. It goes into the highlights, you know, because we want to showcase the great things that, you know, BDPA Chicago chapter has done. And so in that presentation, it's interactive, and we bake in, you know, questions that um, facilitate a conversation. Because at the end of the day, we really want to have a conversation to understand um, not only what that corporation's goals are, but why they have those goals um, and what's influencing those goals. And once we know that, then we can hone in and say, okay, based off that, here's what we think or how we think BDPA Chicago chapter can really um, help you achieve the goals. And then in return, here's some of the things, opportunities that we need your support in. So it's been a really good experience for um, me to interact with a couple with the different companies and understand um, kind of the state of, you know, where companies are from a diversity perspective. That is outstanding. And it all comes down to um, value, it, you know, the value that the company mm -hmm. offers to BDPA and the value that BDPA offers to uh, corporate America. And whether that corporate, that corporation is a, is a, a, a small, you know, less than 50 employee type of a concern, or whether the corporation is, as you've already mentioned, Allstate, one of the largest um, corporations uh, in the world in that particular line of business, um, BDPA offers value to each of these companies. Right, exactly. I totally agree. Are you going to be on the, the boat cruise this Thursday in Chicago? I, I absolutely will. I'm excited about it. Um, you know, we, I, I, I think we just have our corporate sponsors and I, our corporate advisory um, council is just amazing. I mean, you know, they, they are just a great sounding board um, and, and support for the organization and helping us achieve our goals, and especially with the education banquet coming up. Um, I'm excited about what um, showcasing our talent, um, our high school students and middle school students, <laughs> and really just giving the opportunity for our sponsors to see um, where their money goes. So um, I'm looking forward to it. That is outstanding. Most chapters have a they have a banquet and they you know they, they get dressed up, go into a room someplace, and hear a speaker. You guys actually get one of these big love boat cruise ships and go cruising. <laughs> that's, yes. that's that's the Chicago way. Just do it another step uh, beyond what any of us have thought about. Uh, we're we're getting ready to wrap up, Miss Bolden. What uh, what what final thought would you like to share with our BDPA stakeholders, our listeners here on the iRadio show? Um, I think the final thought is just, um, you know, if you have an opportunity to serve, serve. Um, I, I think that the benefit, I think there's like this thing that happens when you volunteer for an organization or for a cause. Um, you think that you're giving your time to the organization, but what ends up happening is that you get a return on investment that's much greater than what you're giving, if that makes sense. So um, I would just encourage if if you anybody listening is thinking about volunteering for the organization, it's a great experience, and by default, you're going to become a better person because of it. That is wonderful. If a if one of our listeners wanted to get in touch with the Chicago chapter, how best can they do that? Um, you can contact Chicago at bdpa.org. Um, that's our our email box, and uh, we watch that regularly. So that's the best way to contact us. Okay, so the email address would be chicago at bdpa.org? Yes. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Nishanda, for taking the time to be with us. We're looking forward to seeing your conference presentation. We are looking forward to seeing the continued leadership and, and the, the, the best practices that are exhibited by, the, by your chapter for the other 45 chapters around the nation. Uh, and we're just very, very grateful that you took the time to be a guest on the iRadio show. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. And with that, we come to the end of another, just a fun-filled show with a lot of great information from Nashinda Bolden, who is the Executive Vice President for our BDPA Chicago chapter. Before her, you heard from Rowan Daly, who is the President of our BDPA South Florida chapter. 
and a senior engineer with Microsoft. And our first guest was Pamela Sexton, who is the national vice president for BDPA. Truly wonderful guests. They show the diversity of experience, the diversity of, of just thought and, and just enjoyment. You can hear the passion in each of their voices. I also want to take a moment to remind you that there is another scholarship, college scholarship, that is being offered by Monsanto Company. They're providing $10,000 in scholarships for students who have an interest in pursuing a four-year academic program related to information technology. They will be offering four $2,500 scholarships this year. The deadline for your application is July the 15th, and you can get more information from our website, BETF, that's short for BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, BETF.org, to learn more about the Monsanto Scholarship for BDPA students. I want to thank all of you that have been listening. I want to thank those that have been working behind the scenes. Elvaraldo Gallimore of Gallimore Designs has been responsible for a lot of the behind-the-scenes work. Obviously, Fran McNeil of Significant Business Results is our normal host. Um, it's worth noting that we have just celebrated our third anniversary. Our first BDPA iRadio show actually took place on June 11th, of 2011, and actually it's June 14th of 2011, and so we're very, very pleased that we've been able to do these twice a month for each of those months since June 14th of 2011, and we hope to be coming to you for many, many more months and years to come. If you have any questions, you can feel free to reach out to us at iradio at betf.org. My name is Wayne Hicks, and I hope that you have thoroughly enjoyed your time with us tonight. Thank you, and goodbye. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil, sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and the executive director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPAI Radio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA.